Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So here we are, man. Another day. Here we are. Another episode. <laughs> of black man. I'm, I'm gonna work on the beginning of this. So look, welcome to the Black Man Think podcast. Um, we start this thing off like we always do with the question. So I just got one question. Okay. What if you stormed into Capitol Building? What would happen? <laughs> <laughs> mean you mean me? Yeah, as, me. As you a black man. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. As, People as, that look since like this us. is the, yeah. the black men think <laughs> podcast, bro. <laughs> let me let me let me pose a rhetorical question back. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if every person that was storming the Capitol building today looked like you and me? I can tell man. you one thing that wouldn't happen. What's that? It wouldn't have been no selfies. Right. It wouldn't have been no. Um, as a matter of fact, the, the, the security would have been on probably, I would say probably being realistic 20 times over than what it was. Factual. Um, Nobody would be escorted, you know, down no. the steps after nope. breaking the glass to get in the building. No, there would be no pictures being took. Yeah. And, and no, when no. I say, you know what type of, I'm talking about the pictures that we're seeing. We're seeing images of, of like happiness. Oh, right. Right, it like like and like an enjoyment moment, right? Like no, like we seen like people sitting at, at yeah, we seen people sitting at people's desks. We seen people mm-hmm. in in like um and, and forgive me for not knowing what's the name of the chair, like the <laughs> like the, the yeah, main the, chair, the the speaker, the I think, speaker, or, yeah. or something like yeah. We're seeing people walk away. Oh, I'm I'm just gonna stop. Let's this. make it plain. I'm I'm gonna stop this. Let's make it plain. This. Okay. What's, I'm gonna say this one second, Mo. I don't want to never hear anybody say that black people be looting. Oh, ever? I don't yeah. want to hear it no more, bro. Let's dead that. Yeah, that's that's over with. Because I, I mean, unless these images are made up, which they're right. not, I've right. seen images of people literally walking out, smiling at a camera, holding federal property, which, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, is. Um, a felony, right? Yeah, we can have some lawyers yeah. chime in, but I don't think you can steal or anything on federal property. I don't. I, don't do I want to say it's a felony. It's it's definitely a crime. I want to say it's a felony yeah. to break into the Capitol building. Period. I would think so. You know, because because we're talking about a highly secure government building that holds the House and the Senate, and on government this particular official. day, government officials, and on this particular day. Literally, the vice president mm-hmm. of the United States of America was sitting in that chair that you mentioned earlier that somebody decided to take a selfie or a picture in. Um, and everybody went home. Yeah. Every, everybody went home. I think there might have been, what, 16 arrests? And granted, yes, there was one death. Uh, yes. Somebody who showed up, and I don't believe they showed up willing to die uh, for the Proud Boys or MAGA or Trump. I don't, I don't think that was... 
in their plans. Yeah, I don't think that was in the plans either. You know? But uh, it happened. Yeah, it and, definitely happened. Um, and I'll just say this, to answer your original question, um, if it were me, I wouldn't be able to come home to my wife today or my kids. No, no, not know, at all. Let alone, I, I honestly question whether or not I, uh, I get to see them again. And I don't mean just because I'm buying bars, you know what I mean? Because I'm probably no. laying on the gr- uh, ground dead. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, and you know, we, we're being we're saying this tongue in cheek, but we're just being realistic. The it's at the point now where man, you can't you can't act like you don't see it, right? It's out there. It, there is an obvious double standard when it comes to white and black people in any form of protest, any form of interaction with with law enforcement. There is a double standard. And I mean, it is definitely unfortunate. Like I just, we, we can't deny it. It's unfortunate. Um, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it leaves you at that, that, that place of like, damn man, like really like we are so far from where we want to be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just to see yes. that. I mean, we, I'm looking on the television. I'm like, this legit looks like a movie. Like you're seeing. Yeah people storm a place that does not supposed to be stormed. Yeah. <laughs> like these people are riding these terrorists, like let's call it what it is. Yeah, call, call them what they are. Yeah. The vice president of the United States had to be evacuated. So let me just let me just make it plain and simple for people that's listening to this and watching. If anyone has to be evacuated, that means that they're the only time people are evacuated in period. Like if you look up the word evacuation, it means <laughs> Matter of fact, let me be let me be factual. Right. Let me look this up. I'm gonna look this up and, and read you the definition of evacuated. And sorry, we should have did this in pre-production, but I just thought we're about here. It. this. This this yes, the real moment. Here. Evacuation, right? So, well, all of these. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the action. Oh, that's evacuation. Maybe I should look up evacuate. This is what happens when you don't do pre-production. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, bear with us. Because at the yes. end of the day, we all try to process what we just witnessed on January 6, 2021. Go ahead. Here we go. So it says this. It's a verb. I'll give you all mm-hmm. of it. It okay. says to remove someone from a place of danger to a safer place. Okay. I'm going to read that again. Okay. It's a verb. <laughs> It says to remove someone from a place of danger to a safer place. You sound like so you're in your if, sermon, brother. Preach, pastor. So if the vice president of the United States, which is the second in command of the free world, right? right. And he's number right. two. If he has to be evacuated, which means removed <laughs> from a place of danger yeah. to a safer place, that feels like... Um, he was worried for his life. Yeah. And if you're worried for your life, I think that's an act of terrorism. I just, yeah. I don't know how else you can put it, right? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and let's be very clear. Um, you know, you all saw it. You know, those, those of you who are listening now, um, you know, and, and, and I saw it. I saw every, every moment of it, bro. I was, I was working from home today. And you know, and, and let's let's actually go back. Let's tell the full story of today. No, today, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. today was a pivotal day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Today was a day of celebration. Um, it started that way because in Georgia, where we are, 
in the A in Atlanta, we saw black people literally change the course of history in this country by turning Georgia blue. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? We voted in strong numbers, in record breaking numbers. We more than doubled the amount of a runoff um, turnout, you know, in Georgia. And we voted for Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff Mm -hmm. to replace Kelly Leffler and uh, what David Perdue. David Perdue. As senators for the state of Georgia. The first African-American senator and a Jewish man in Georgia. We talking about the deep deep South, the the Confederate flag flying, hillbilly, you know, redneck, proud boys, whatever they want to call themselves at any given point in the rural areas. Because if you if you look at the map of the voting, you see that the cities really showed up, right? That's it. Just just the major cities. That's it. Augusta, Savannah, and Metro Atlanta. Yeah, and we showed and making, up. Making two shout out to making, and we and we and we changed the course of history, and that was the celebration. You know, it was it was live. It was happening. Um, you know, Warnock got elected last night. We knew that all soft when we woke up this morning that it, that the news was bound to come, and we started celebrating. And the next thing you know, the president. You talked about number two, right? Number one of the free. Number one. His name is Mr. Trump. All right. He decided to incite violence, to push the buttons that he knows that he can push with his following, all of these fools that decided to congregate in Washington, D.C. as if it was going to mean something today, as if if it was going to change anything. They've been following him with this ridiculousness about the voting, about, you know, this false election fraud accusations and, and the whole nine yards. We've all seen it. Right. And... Not to the degree that they just want to show up and march, but they literally tried to have a coup in, 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 on, in Congress. They stormed the Capitol building. No, no, no. They scaled the Capitol building, bro. Yeah. They, they literally climbed the walls. Climbed the walls. And you what know what? Say, uh, I, let's, not, let's not use these words. Let's, let's not use storm. Let's not use okay. scaled. Okay. They broke in. Okay, Keep it plain and simple. Matter of fact, say, say it the way they, they say it. They looted it. They looted it. <laughs> you know, they rioted. Rioted and made terroristic threats. Period. That's all. That, that's really what happened. And we got to, you know, you got to use these words and and use it back on them. And, and one thing that I can truly say that I was super proud of, bro, and, and I knew that it was going to be that way is that it wasn't us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did mm-hmm. see, I saw, I saw, I saw uh, one black guy in the picture and, and I saw a meme. What was the meme? <laughs> <laughs> like, He's standing in the we, chamber. I love how we can make fun of oh, anything man. and make light of anything. What, what did the meme say? Oh. My man, my man standing in the chamber, like, <laughs> I thought this was about the STEMI. <laughs> you, mean, you mean to tell me this wasn't about the STEMI? It wasn't about the STEMI. Oh man. The lone Negro standing in the chamber. With all yeah. these idiot Trump supporters, yeah, you man. know, but there's always one. There, there's always one, and you know what? That's it's, it's okay. It's okay, and and I love what Tamika Mallory said. It was just like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to misquote her, but she basically said, "Stand back 
and, and right. stand by <laughs> right. and let, let them sort this out for themselves. We exactly. over here with it. You know what I mean? And no, I feel that because it put it put this country into a weird space where I think for maybe one of the first times that America got a chance to truly see what America thinks, mm. right? Like not even, you know, when Obama got elected, that was a different thing. That that was a different feeling. You know, that that made our grandparents proud, right? Mm. But today was a mm. situation where it showed the world something different. And yeah. then the outcome, that energy forced people to do something that just simply made them look stupid. Like, I mean, call it what it is. Like it made them look classless and made them look just like horrible in general. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because no matter how bad, and, and maybe we could collect from this as, as like just black people in general, is like no matter how bad it got, we didn't result to that. Because That's I mean, I mean, there's no way to put it, no other way to put it, bro. Like, like you said, they scaled the fence. Scaled the barricades, scaled the wall. Went through barricades, you know, broke windows, and went into a federal secured building that housed government officials. Right. The most important government officials. Like, you got to understand, there's a lot of things that happen inside of that building. You know what I mean? So, of course, it wasn't the White House, so we don't feel that it don't hit the exact same because if it was the white house then it looks like oh man like it hits different but you got to understand that that's that's what i mean i could be wrong somebody correct me wrong but that's like Mm -hmm. the second most important building in dc i would think like so and and low-key i'd argue the most important probably yeah because at the end of the day you know yes you have the leader of the free world supposedly in the white house but at the end of the day like these these are the people that the people that were in that building, the officials are the people that represent the people, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't, I mean, you know, it, on one end, bro, it, it was not surprising at all. Not at all. We knew, we knew, we knew it was going to get crazy in DC today. We, I don't think anybody expected it to go to the levels that it went, but when, right, when right, it right. did go there, you know, I'm sitting back and I'm just like, look at this. Now, what was surprising for me um, the amount of time that it took to actually get a, a, a police presence and a response and to get control of the place. Yeah, bro, I, I, I swear I had to be t- I had to be watching the news for probably at least an hour fifteen before there was any sign of like reinforcement showing up. I think the first unit I saw was some you know unit from Maryland, some little small unit of, of cops, mm. and then there was word that the FBI was was coming in, and you know, okay. and then the uh, National Guard was called in, and so forth. And I'm sitting back and I'm just like, bro, the reality is this. It's one or two, one or two realities, right? On one end, is it really this easy to break into a, a, a federal official building that that's important, that, that's that important in DC? And on the other end, I'm sitting back like, was this staged? Like, was this? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, and, and you know, I hate to, to, to be the conspiracy theorist right. like that, but it does it does pose a question because it does not supposed to be that easy but what i think it is and i'm gonna go deeper and say it the reason why it happened so easily is because it wasn't expected and the reason why it wasn't expected is because the way that a certain group of people are viewed versus the uh the, how 
we're viewed. Yeah. We're viewed as a threat. So if we would have been in congregation like that, it would have been an automatic thing like, oh, something bad can happen. And so let's get prepared for something bad to happen. Yeah. When they congregate like that, they don't think that something bad can happen. They think that, oh, they're just using their, you know, their 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 rights. Uh, their rights. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that that's the part that that's kind of jacked up. Well, it's not even kind of jacked up. That's the part that's that's jacked up all the way around because I mean, we can joke about it, but we know the truth is a thousand black people in one place at one time gets a different reaction than a thousand white oh, yeah. people in one place at one time. That's not sports related. You know what I mean? Like and, and we saw that. Reaction. Yeah. We, we saw we saw that recently, I think a few yeah. months back, probably six or seven months back, where literally national the National Guard was standing at the Lincoln Memorial or at other locations in DC because there was a Black Lives, a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest happening. All of this, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, we, we know who that's attributed to. You know, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the racist mentality, the white supremacy leadership that America currently has, um, you know, and, you know, obviously, and, and let me spin that too, what you just said. Like, you know who did expect it to go exactly how it went today? All of the Trump supporters. You know why they expected it to go the way? And what I mean by that is how easy it was for them? Yeah. Because, because they're white. Mm. And white people do not have to be afraid of any law enforcement whatsoever. They, they walk around this world at the, on the simplest level, like driving, getting pulled mm. over. They can say whatever they want to say to law enforcement to the most extreme level literally performing an insurrection they still aren't afraid they feel like they can walk up in a place and enjoy it and take selfies and and get all in the face of, of law enforcement officials and push barricades and think about literally that. and literally do it being armed and dangerous think about that bro like Come just on. really like just really think about that the the, the <laughs> what what today really showed was really what white privilege looks like actually like that 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 is really what it showed and and i don't don't get me wrong like this is a black man thing podcast i don't have anything against white people i don't want people to even think that that's what it is but you got to understand and call a spade a spade today showed you exactly what it means to be privileged and white in america the fact that you can commit several infractions of the law <laughs> at one time with no repercussions. Like, I mean, yeah. and we talk about, yeah, were people arrested? Yes, but what the number of 16, 17? Like 16 or something, yeah. Out of a thousand. So if you want to do the numbers, we're talking about one less than 1%, not even 1%, like a thousand. Right. Yeah, I mean, 1.6%. Right. Like, let's think about you, that. We've seen a year of protests where people are literally getting arrested for walking down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, curfew or no curfew, like literally showing up, you get arrested just for being there. Right. You know, we've seen cops spray crowds with rubber bullets. You know, we've seen cop drive, cops drive their cars through crowds. Um, we've seen them yeah. push over yeah. elderly yeah. men, you know, yeah. to the point where they get injured, you know, or, or get head injuries or something like that. I mean, it's, hey, man, listen, the reality is this is the tale of two Americas, bro. 100%. It's the tale of two Americas. There are two different experiences, if not more, 
happening at the same time. But, at the, mm-hmm. but what we're seeing, what's very blatant in front of America today, more than ever, is how m- much BS America's actually on, how much hype America actually gives themselves, constantly calling themselves. I mean, think about how much, how much alarm was received after this today about you know people being in shock and awe and this is not us and this is this is not who we are we're i, I mean i heard countless times over and oh, yeah. over and over we're Bro, better I, than this and, i went on i went on facebook and i i deleted i deleted my facebook app off my phone just because you know just i had my own personal reason but mainly it was because i was just getting too distracted being on facebook yeah, so i deleted sure. the app now, if I check Facebook, I have to go on my computer and go facebook.com, whatever, and, and go and search. So I go on and, you know, I have people who I went to high school with, people I went to college with, friends. But a lot of my um, white friends on Facebook, I, I there was a recurring theme and it was exactly what you just said. Oh, man, like I'm so disappointed. I cried today. This is not the America that I know. And um, I'm so ashamed to be an American. I can't believe that, you know, people are doing this. And the whole time I'm reading this, I'm, I'm thinking, myself, like, what the hell y'all been? Like, <laughs> and, right. and, and it, it really, it really opened my eyes to say, like, man, we, we truly live in two different places. Like, our experience as Black people, Black and brown people in America is completely different. Yeah. And I know, I know some white people that truly care about black and brown people. Like, I mean, like go hard and, and really are. And I can tell you that, that they still understand how much privilege that they have compared to us. And like, they don't, they don't shy. I'm talking to people that I know, they don't shy away from that. They don't try to be, they don't try to be apologetic for it. They understand Mm -hmm. that like, Hey man, I live in a very privileged situation right now. Like, there's so much stuff that I don't have to worry about. Like, for example, I have on a beanie and a hoodie. Yeah, tonight. talk about That's it. That's what I have Talk on. about it, yeah. There have been times where my wife will say, I don't want you to wear that. Dang. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. and mm. while I understand why she says that, it's just me, I'm someone who's like, I, I'm not changing who I am because to make somebody else comfortable because that's how you feel about you're scared of us because of what's in your brain right why do i have to i don't have to adjust to you so why so i mean well i mean you don't have to adjust to me so why do i have to adjust to you you know what i mean like and, and that that is so frustrating bro and it's just a realization that we got a long way to go i mean we we are making progress and and i think that's beautiful yeah. and it's going to take us to make more progress so our kids can lead the charge for some of that progress as well but it's just amazing bro like for people to read that those messages where they're like so blind to what's going on out here bro like in disbelief mm. and maybe because yeah. the images that they continue to show are images of us and they make it seem like we're the ones that's doing all the dirt Right, like they make our peaceful protests look like all we're doing is is going down peace tree breaking windows. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so yeah. when you flip that and, and show the other side of it, you know maybe it was a good thing that this happened. So it opened 
some some of our white counterparts their eyes to know like no y'all on some of it too bro like you got yeah, yeah. you know so that 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 could be the good that can come out of it if anything yeah and and to see you know people like like Kelly Loeffler Loeffler mm-hmm. come out you know on the on the Senate floor after this and say you know I showed up here today to you know debate the electoral vote and in my conscience I can't do that now. Bro, it lets you know, and, and her along with so many other, you know, Republican leaders, uh, it lets you know how much of a game this has been the whole time. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, bro, and let's just call it what it is. Like for for y'all to switch it up that fast, mm-hmm. it was all a gimmick this morning when, when things yeah. were cool, when things were chipper, you know, like it, this was still a game. This was still, you know, you being controlled and or you know, completely absolved of any intelligence slash independence from Trump. Right. And here we are now, and these people are deciding to now speak out and now be bold and stand up as if they've been here the whole time. Bro, it's been four years, you know, and then in in the 11th hour, all of a sudden, I want to be bold. Man, look, let's, let's let's get past this moment. I believe they're actually you know, in progress right now about to make this vote, which is gonna vote in um, the next president and vice president of this country. You know, Georgia is still gonna celebrate because listen, and, and let's, let's, let's pause for a minute because I think we, we have to give credit where credit is due and mm. put a crown on the black queens who brought us here, bruh, and who mm-hmm. got us to this point in Georgia. Absolutely. None other than Miss Stacey Abrams herself, Miss mm-hmm. Latasha Brown from Black Voters Matter, you know, and so many other Black women, man, who led this charge. And, 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 and enough can't be said about Black women leading because they always lead behind the scenes. Right. They lead in the trenches. They get it done, bro. And they literally galvanize an entire state of Black people who were not used to voting. 100%. And got right. them all to the polls and changed, changed the course of history because of it. Definitely. Now, I'll, I'll, if, if we're being honest and very transparent on this podcast, was it frustrating at times? Yes. Absolutely. Especially if, you know, if you were somebody that will, uh, was already doing your part, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so for us, we all, we, we've been voting since, I, at least for myself, we've been voting since college, right? Yep. And so for us, we already know what's up. Yeah. We got it. We, we we're gonna do what we're gonna do. We are, are there gonna be people around you who say like, "Oh man, this doesn't matter." Yes, of course I get it. But we, as a collective, we know like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the polls and, and make that decision to vote." So right. was it frustrating getting you know three pieces of mail a day? Yes. Was it All frustrating getting ten <laughs> text messages a day? Absolutely. Yeah. Calls. Yeah. All frustrating. I mean, I had people show up to my house. I don't know if you mm-hmm. experienced this, but oh, I had. Yeah. I had a gentleman show up. I'm gonna tell this story real quick. I had a gentleman show up to my door, and we're in COVID, so it's mm-hmm. always, you know, I'm, I, I, I answer my door, mask up, and I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" He was like, "Hey, um, don't mean to bother. Just want to know, have you voted?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, actually, yeah. Me and my wife, we've already put in our absentee ballots, right?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "All right, cool, man. Well, look, I just want to. It's our job to come out mm-hmm. here and make sure that you voted." He was like, "If you need to rise to the polls." We got, we'll pay for your Uber. 
Yeah. If you need the stamps for your absentee ballot, I got a pocket full of stamps right That's now. That's what's up. Yeah. So it's just our job is to make sure that you're prepared and you got everything you need so there's no excuse for you to, to cast your vote. And I was like, look, I appreciate that because that's the first time I've ever experienced ever, in my bro. life. Like, ever. I've never yeah. experienced getting text messages like this. Like, this yeah. never happened. And all of this is Stacey Abrams, bro. So, and, and the team around. I don't want to yeah, fair um, fight. Miss, yeah, the you team know, fair around. Fair action, yeah. you know, so, so many groups. Yeah, man. So it, it, it made a difference. It definitely made a difference. Yeah, I, it, you know, and that's the thing, man. Like, we have to just applaud everybody from, from the poll worker to the person that's knocking on the door to the person that's sending us countless texts and mm-hmm. phone calls, you know, to the people that are donating so that the funding is there to do all of this. Because, I mean, this right. is probably the largest campaign I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. And, and it, was, it, it got national attention. And um, and it got national support, you know, financially yeah. and from you know many celebrity faces and so on and so forth. Hollywood so definitely showed up. Hollywood showed up. up. Hollywood yeah. showed up, man. You know, shout out to Killer Mike. You know, Ti. Um, you know, anybody, any and everybody who who extended their platform um, to you know to make this happen. And so, um, you know, and, and I mean, you know, even and hopefully we get a chance to kind of hear some of the behind the scenes stuff at some point. You know, we gotta. We got one of our homies, one of our, you know, Black Men Think members who, you know, has kind of been on the front lines of a lot of this in, in ways that we can't share. But at the end of the day, man, um, I think everybody just deserves a pat on the back. You know, 100%. you, you, the people out there who went to the polls in Georgia, who made this happen, who were a part of this change, um, you know, pat yourself on the back, man, because yeah. this is how it starts. And, and listen, this doesn't end here. As you can see, there are still groups of people um you know who and, and let me say it like this any and everybody rightfully has their own political view and their own political opinion right 100%. but there are groups of people that don't even see us as a part of the country they don't even treat us as if we're humanity in general and they don't right. approach things as we saw today at the capitol they don't do things in a humane way in a way that has ethics in a way that has integrity um, and they're willing to risk it all um, to preserve whatever ideology they have, no matter how wrong it is. We have to be just as bold to preserve what's right. And, um, and, and, and this, you know, I think this is the change agent era, man. And, and it's, a, it's a beauty to live in it. It's a beauty to see it. It's exciting. Uh, you know, yes, there are threats to democracy. Yes, there are threats to black people in general, people of color in general. Um, but guess what, man? We, we were bred to fight, you know? Yeah. And that's what, that's what we're going to do, you know? Um, so yeah, bro. Was, today is the yeah. day. Yeah, today. I mean, today is is one, another one of those historic moments that you know is this is this is going to be in the history books, right? Factual. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> this is in the history books, and it's amazing because we're we're living it, and you know it, it gives you a new respect on, on things as well because you know as a kid growing up, we might have read about. Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X, but we wasn't there to live it. So mm-hmm. those stories that our parents and our grandparents told us, we're starting to feel that now how they That's felt real. when they were telling us. You know what I mean? Because we're mm-hmm. actually living through it, and and it, it you know, not to be morbid, but the story hits different when people talk about nine eleven because we know exactly where we were 
and we knew how that affected us when that happened. And right. like bringing that around to like when Barack Obama was elected president, I remember that feeling and how that happened. You know what I mean? Yep. So up to now, I mean, Georgia is legit blue, bro. I mean, I'll put it like this. For people who don't think that that is significant, just think about it. There was a huge chunk of most of our lives where we didn't even worry about it because we knew that Georgia was going to be red. That's real. Like, and, and, we and legit. Keep it, real, keep it funky. For me, there were times I didn't even vote. Yeah, why? Because it was like, you know? I mean, we, bro, Georgia's red, bro. Like, it's red. No matter what we do, those electoral votes are going to go to, you know, <laughs> to the Republican side. So it don't, right. it don't matter, you know what I mean? But now, at the very least, now you can't have that same sentiment. It's At like, all. no, change happened. And what we can truly say, even if you didn't vote for the president, right? Mm -hmm. Today, we know that those votes that actually were cast is the reason why something changed. Yeah. Like, forget about what happened, you know, back in November. We're talking about in January. Like, what yeah. happened is a direct effect of black people voting bro we were waiting on the cab we were waiting yeah. on calla road <laughs> gresham road yeah you know what i'm saying like, yeah that's what we were waiting on memorial like we were waiting on that to come through and tell us if john ossoff was gonna win right you know what i'm saying like that's think crazy. about just really that's, think about that's that polarizing man that's crazy. think about that that's what we were waiting on we were waiting on the cab county bro <laughs> like wow. yeah that's so, wild and and mm -hmm. and, and, and and you know, keep it buck, man. Georgia is now the template. You know, we literally um, painted out the blueprint for the mm -hmm. rest of the um, swing states mm -hmm. for for those that are almost there, and honestly, for the rest of the South. Yeah. And I would, what I hope, and and what I would love to see, man, is the plans that Stacey Abrams and everybody else involved put into place. I need to see that work begin in some of these other places. So even if you're listening and you're somewhere else and you're like, you know, and this, this time is like charging you up, man, start the conversations, find out who you need to talk to, who in your area is doing that work um, and join those efforts. And, and I can only believe in, in just knowing the strength of someone like Stacy, you know, she's probably already moving in that direction to make that fight happen elsewhere. Um, and hopefully, man, you know, we'll see. Hopefully we get a chance to, to elect her as our next governor. Um, if she does take, you know, the, the run, I know I know she will get a ton of support. Um, but, you know, I, I'm proud of Georgia, man. I'm proud. Yeah, 100%. 100%. We showed up and showed out. And it, that's undeniable. Like, that's something that happened that we can't act like it did not happen. Like, this is a right. part of history. It's legit a part of history. And um, we, we made it. We made it happen. And, you know. I, I do say this. Um, we as people have to learn from, from this. Um, and, and the biggest takeaway, in my opinion, is that there's strength in numbers, right? And this is on both sides, honestly. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I just keep it because we got, we got white people that listen in too. So let's be honest. Right. Today, we're recording this on January 6th, 2021. We usually don't date these, but. This is today. Today, today we, is the day yeah. we have to. Yeah. Right. So we saw strength, what strength in numbers looks like on both sides. Mm -hmm. So when we come together and vote in strength in numbers, we mm -hmm. get the results that we want. And on the flip that, when you show up in strength in numbers, 
you could take over <laughs> the capital. Clearly. And like I'm, I'm joking, but that that is showing you that strength in numbers mean a real thing. For us, we're going to promote using strength in numbers to do something positive, right? Right. To get a positive outcome. Um, but but there's power in strength in numbers, man. Like if we can come together and be on one accord, we can get a lot of things done that we probably thought that could never happen. So, you know, yeah. I, that that's my, I, I guess you could say that's my black thought in a sense, yeah, but, yeah. you know, just we got to get on one accord and, and, and come together. And, and, you know, some, the one thing about coming together is this, we ain't got to always agree. We don't have right. to agree on the little side. We don't have to agree on, on um, point C, D, E, F, and G. Yeah. Let's let's agree on point A and B. Like let's let the, <laughs> right. the, the, the the thesis statement, let's agree on the thesis statement. All with everything that's down here in the other part of it, like we don't have to agree and all that, but this top, let's agree on that and get together and make make sure we can figure out how to make this thing better, bro. Because we've shown that we can do it. We yeah. definitely can do it. Yeah, and, and I'll say this last thing, man, for me, you know, to this is the Black Men Think podcast, but to anybody out there who is not black and you're finding yourself on the right side of history, um, you're standing for justice, you're standing for truth, you're standing with the people that are oppressed, um, thank you. Thank you for, for being a part of history. You know, if you're in Georgia and you were a part of the change agent that took place here, thank you, you know, and, uh, and we appreciate you. You know, we, we obviously have to say what we have to say as black men and, and speak truth um, and, 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 you know, tell it like it is. Um, but I don't want to negate the fact that you stand with us. So we appreciate right, you. Right. 100%. Well, look, that's it. That's the Black Man Thing Podcast. Make sure y'all rate and review the podcast. The subscribers are coming up. We've been getting comments. Um, and I should have had those up. Man, I, I did a horrible job of pre-production. That's okay. There's a lot going apologize. on today. I'll give you a pass. I'll give you yeah, a pass. Yeah, a lot was going on. But, um, you know, just salute to those people that are tuning in. <clears throat> And and we think we're we're thankful for those conversations. Also, um, for those that are on Clubhouse, we do have the Black Man Think uh, group on Clubhouse where we have some of these offline discussions. So if you want to join us there, just go and search um, Black Man Think. You'll see us. We'll pop up. Go ahead and join the group. We have our Ask a Black Man segment that we do there every Friday. Um, but also, we'll hop on have conversations after we record the podcast and just kind of sure. do a little behind the scenes type type talk so if you are on that platform join us there um to, to get a little more here we get to talk to you there yep. we get to talk together and, and and that's that's the one thing that i am liking about that platform now this is not a plug for clubhouse but i'm just telling you where we are if you right. want to have another conversation so uh, make sure y'all subscribe rate review tell a friend to tell a friend uh, the only way that we grow is that we grow together. So thank y'all for listening. Um, and we'll, we'll see y'all next week. That's it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. The Black Men Think Podcast.